Hello everybody, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Looking out, it's a very sunny day. Um, I don't know what temperature it is, but it's really nice. Um, the kids are having a yes day today. So every year they have a, a day where they're allowed to choose the things that they're going to do. Subject to advisement, obviously, they're not allowed to you know, um, get horrendously drunk because that would be against the law. Um, and also I'd have to clean up a load of sick. Um, but, um, for example, they wanted waffles and syrup and bacon, 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 um, first thing this morning. So that's what they had. Um, they wanted to watch a f- they they put down that they wanted to watch a film so we watched a film they um uh what would they want to play, play battleships later on so we're doing that so they put down a whole load of things that um they want to do and we do it all the things that they they say that we want that they want to do in a day as long as it's you know not mega expensive and mega silly then then we say yes to um and it's the one day um that they they get a yes um so today is their yes day um so that you know they're so they seem to be quite happy Sid had her hair done yesterday and that's gorgeous. We, um, I only have one hairdresser. Um, I've been seeing her for years now. Years and years and years. I've known her for ages. And I don't get that anybody else go near my hair. And obviously, um, Sid, I passed her on to Siddy. And so Sid goes off to uni and um, I think I told you about her, Maisie, um, and has just come back and um, wasn't able to get her to her um, her first appointment and so has just been able to go and get into this appointment and she's had her hair done, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Maisie's done a fantastic job. So she works at, Maisie works at um was it the knot i think it's called um by kalala's just brilliant really great hairdressers so very lovely very lovely she's done um city's hair gorgeous like very lovely right okay other than that i think that's it uh but just loving the weather loving the weather um so oh dear my glasses are so filthy dirty so let's have a look today on one three four so guys we've only got 20 after today we've got 20 sonnets left that's it 20 sonnets left that's crazy isn't it 
it's a bit insane. So yesterday, we found out in an extender styly that it has all been, it's all got a bit um, awful, actually, for Shakespeare. Um, and it's got a, into a bit of a triangle, a bit of a love triangle. Um because out, out of nowhere, uh, we found out that um, the fair youth has become uh, involved with the dark lady and um, is apparently also in love with the dark lady um you know and so Shakespeare is in love with the the dark lady and so also is um the fair youth and so Shakespeare is saying you know um keep my heart um and torture me but don't torture the um, the love, you know, my my second heart, my um, the my second self, the fair youth. So awful! How terrible! And um, you know, and, and um, we left off, and uh, you know, and, and then he says. Uh, Shakespeare says, yet you will torment me because I belong to you, so everything that's in me is yours, and since my friend is in my heart, he is yours too. So, basically, it's just an unholy mess. And yet thou dwelt, for I been being pent in thee, perforce am thine, and all that is in me. So, very, very difficult. So let's look at sonnet one, three, four. This, unfortunately, is carrying on from one, three, four. Sorry, from one, three, three. So now I have confessed that he is thine. And I myself am mortgaged to thy will. Myself I'll forfeit so that other mine thou wilt restore to be my comfort still. But thou will not, nor will, nor he will, not be free, for thou art covetous, and he is kind. He learned, but shirty-like, to write for me, under that bond that him as fast doth bind. The statue of thy beauty thou wilt take. Thou usurer that puttest forth all to use. And sue a friend came debtor for my, st- uh, for my sake. So him I lose through my unkind abuse. Him have I lost. Thou hast both him and me. He pays the whole, 
and yet am I not free? So, this makes matters even worse. Let's go through this. This talks us through the dynamics of the whole triangle. Um, it, it talks us through the triangle between Shakespeare, the Dark Lady and the Fair Youth who Shakespeare says the Dark Lady has infatuated them both, apparently. The Dark Lady is controlling both Shakespeare and the Fair Youth, which is pretty good considering that Shakespeare was a couple of days saying that she was too ugly for other people. Um, and they were talking about how ugly she was. So that's pretty amazing. Okay. So now I have confessed that he is thine, and I myself am mortgaged to thy will. So um, now I've admitted that he is yours, and I'm legally bound to satisfy your desires too. Uh, now, this word will, um, obviously, it ties to his name, as in Will Shakespeare, but um, it is also in Shakespeare, Shakespearean times, it was tied to um, um, it was. You know, translated to sort of lust so I am mortgaged to thy lust or desire um, but apparently it was also had to do with um, your bits your nether bits as well so and I my, um, myself am mortgaged to your nether bits there you go and it could be boy nether bits or girl nether bits. I don't know. So, um, and it's weird, isn't it? Because also you've got your mortgage to thy will, will as in being that thing that you write before you die. Um, and so I just want you to put a pin in the word mortgaged. And think about the fact that I've just mentioned will, as in something that you do before you die. Myself I'll forfeit, so that other mine thou wilt restore to be my comfort still. I'll give myself up to you if you'll let go of my friend, so that he can come back and comfort me. That's very big of him, isn't it? Um, yeah, so you know, I'll, 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 I don't mean mind being your total and utter slave if you'll just let my friend go. 
um, but again we've got this word forfeit um, which is quite money I'm looking at the sort of the money word um, so just put a pin in that word there But thou wilt not, nor he will not be free, for thou art covetous, and he is kind. But you won't let him go, and he doesn't want to be free, because you are greedy, and he is kind. So, so he, you know, he, he's saying, well, that's not going to happen, um, because you want us both, and he's being nice to you. Yeah, Shakespeare. That's the reason why he doesn't want to, your the the fair youth doesn't want to go because he's being kind. Yeah, that's right. He learned, but shorty like, um, to write for me. Under that bond, that him as fast doth bind. Right. So he only became your slave because he was trying to bail me out. Like someone co-signing a loan, but now he's uh, just as much under your power as I am. So, what happened was... um, he Shakespeare asked him to write for him to send to take uh, to to bring him a message for Shakespeare um, so Shakespeare has asked the fair youth to bring a shape uh, to bring a message to the dark lady and because of that uh, because of that introduction um, between the dark lady and the fair youth, um, the the dark lady thought, "Oh, I quite like you," and the and the uh, and the fair youth thought, "Oh, I quite like you," and an introduction was made and bish bash bosh. Um, but words there that. Um, I want you to look at our surety like um, so that is like a, a bail um, thing and bond so that is also a um, a money word the statute of thy beauty thou wilt take thou usurer that puttest forth all to use and sue a friend came debtor for my sake um so yes he was trying to bail me out like someone co-signing a loan but now he's much as under your power as i am yes i said that right you're going to insist on taking what your beauty entitles you right well so previously just like to add he didn't say that she was be- you know very beautiful only to him anyway 
um, but he's called, yes, so previous, uh, you're going to insist on taking what your beauty entitles you, you lone shark, thou usurer, that's a lone shark. Um, uh, that puttest forth all to good use, so that is, you loan your body to everyone, and then sue a friend, which is, and then you go after my friend, who only took you up on it for my sake. And so a friend came debtor for my sake. And he's, my friend has only um, been nice to you because of me. I don't know why, I don't know, I don't know why someone would be that kind of nice to you because of a friend right him have i lost thou hast both me him and me so i lose my friend because i allowed him to get tangled up with you um i've lost him you have both him and me he pays the whole He's giving you all of the, um, uh, love making, and yet I am not free. And, but I'm still not free, um, of your, of, of loving you. <clears throat> so... Let's look at this mess. One, for some reason, Shakespeare is using a lot of legal and financial metaphors here. I wonder why he's doing that. Why is he, why is he, constantly bringing up legal and financial metaphors is that because there is money involved or finance you know or legal implications you know has he given her money or is there some sort of legal implications here? Are there some sort of legal implications here? Or is he just saying that love is very mercenary? Did she think, well, um, the fair youth looks richer than Shakespeare, so um, I'm going to go with him now. But certainly here, these words have taken the place of any kind of magic, of any kind of eternal devotion. Um, you know, there's nothing like that, that, you know, which we saw in the beginning um, of the sonnets, you know, of the fair youth sonnets. Um, so what we have is 
Shakespeare foolishly. In order to gain the woman's favour, he sent the fair youth to gain to the lady with a message. She then apparently, apparently, according to Shakespeare, seized upon him and took the opportunity to make the youth her lover. Um, and the youth responded to her advances like a great friend, like only a really good friend would. And Shakespeare blamed himself as the fair youth is young and naive and he fears that he has lost the mistress and the fair youth. I think they're probably having a rather big, huge guffaw about the pair, about Shakespeare, quite frankly. But you know, you need friends like that, Shakespeare. If they're going to do that behind your back, then just get rid of both of them. Seriously, if your girlfriend's doing that with one of your friends, get rid of both of them. Neither of them are worth your time or your spit. Off you go. Why would you even bother wasting ink about them? Paper was quite right. Um, it wasn't paper but it was quite expensive so why bother writing about them I mean I'm really pleased that you did but you know you could have written an extra play about revenge or something This this is just ridiculous because you've been cuckolded. Basically, your mistress has run off with your friend. That's basically it. And for some reason, you keep up bringing money and, and, and the law. I don't know why. But it's all a bit peculiar. And I can only just imagine what's going to happen tomorrow. So. We'll see. Right. Okay. Right, we'll carry on. Uh, so, now, in the um, great vein of things, uh, we're going to um, carry on with the drama, carry on looking at the drama thing. So, I couldn't find a poem actually by Joan Littlewood, um, but I could find a poem about Joan Littlewood. So, we're going to... Um, go that way. So, um, the, per the person who wrote 
um, about Joan Littlewood is a woman called Caroline Bird. Um, and she was born in 1986. She grew up in Leeds. All the best people were born in Leeds. That would be me. Um, and she moved to London in 2001. She studied English Lit at, uni- at Oxford University and was president of their Poetry Society. She's had six poetry collections. Uh, the second one, which I love, is called Trouble Came to the Turnip. And she's written something called The Trial of Dennis the Menace, which sounds amazing. Um, she was a foil young poet of 1999 and 2000. She was one of the five official poets for the Olympics. Now, her poem um, was called The Fun Palace, which um, was about, um, which was about, uh, Joan Littlewood, because um, Joan Littlewood um, wanted to talk about setting up um, fun palaces. Didn't actually get around to doing it, but did um, want to um, set them up. So her poem, I'm sorry, I'm just having a little bit of a issue. Her poem is called that. Oh, I see, over that way. Hang on. Let's just do that. Okay, um, so this is called The Fun Palace, um, and it's by Caroline Bird. It is a love story Joan and her theatre. She was blacklisted from Broadcasting House. She knew that two tons of coal equaled more than two ounces of cheese. The Fun Palace was never built on the banks of the River Lee. She almost cracked it. She kicked the bucket. She changed the world. Right. So let's talk about this. Okay, let's talk about this poem. Um obviously that poem refers to her that's one bit um Joan Littlewood did love theatre um and she specifically did love her theatre um the fun palace um that poem is built up on its sort of like a a mahogany um, display um, at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park 
Um, and the original Fun Palace was a brainchild of the um, of her of of uh, Joan Littlewood and architect Cedric Price, and it was basically um, a sort of cultural democracy. So. Um, the arts for the people, really, with community-led events in many locations. Um, Joan was born on the 6th of October 1914, died 20th of September 2002. She was an English theatre director, developing theatre, oh yeah, she created the developing theatre workshop, the theatre workshop, and she's been called the mother of the theatre. Majorly known for um, Oh What a Lovely War, which came out in... um, 1963 um, it's a great it's on on the on a film it was a film made from that um, production which really kind of looks at war um, and how it starts and who who it serves really Joan Littlewood um, and her company slept in the Theatre Royal while it was restored so that was you know the bit where it talks about Joan Littlewood and her theatre in 1941 she was banned from the BBC Um, but two years later she was allowed to go back on as the MI5 said she'd stopped being a communist. Um, She felt that theatre was about transforming um, and change. She made actors uh, swap roles on long runs. Um, so sometimes um, things can get very staid and um, staid and, and boring. And she was um, so if you're if you're doing a, a a performance, you know, and you keep on doing it over and over and over again, it can be really really dull. It was her her theatre companies were re- really sort of collaborative, and so everybody worked together. Um, and her work was um, had lots of different types of theatre 
in it from sort of political art to Commedia dell'arte. And she wanted to create theatre that was truthful and accessible to everybody. And that was the real, real main point of it. She wanted it to be accessible to everybody, to everybody from the normal people who go to the theatre to the people, the working class people who don't really go. And it could be very rude sometimes, her theatre. Um, but it was very vibrant. So, um, so that is her, that is the, the poem about her, the fun palace. Because she wanted to um, to have uh, sort of um, tempor- have temporary flexible spaces um, where everybody could have places to make things and share ideas together, um, which sounds like a really great idea. And so when the um, Olympic um, places came up, you know, for, for um, when we had, had the Olympics, I think it, it was probably a really great idea to have a poem about her up there. Right. Um, that's it for today. Um, I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of the guest day. I'm going to go and beat Herb now in battleships, even if I have to cheat. Um, I'm very, very competitive. Um, yeah. And I will speak to you tomorrow. I hope you're okay. You stay in, um, apart from your walkabouts. You stay well. You keep on those masks and put on that sunscreen and you stay gorgeous. You get in touch with me if you need to. Uh, you can get in touch with um, my Facebook. Uh, no, with the Facebook. So that's um, the uh, Folks in Academy Performing Arts one or on karen.vanderhoven at turnerschools.com. Let me know how you go. And yeah, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. You take care. Bye.